0: On today's edition of the Rolling Home podcast, I want to talk about portable power and also, to some extent, solar power on today's edition of Rolling Home. Now, I've watched with curiosity these solar power stations that are popular now. They're really not solar solar generators. They call them solar generators, but they really generate nothing. They basically are power stations that you charge up with AC power or a solar panel, and you take it to a location, and you use it to power different appliances like lights, uh, electronics, different things like that. Like I said, I've been watching these with curiosity. There's a lot of them on the market right now. But one thing that I've noticed is they're very expensive and, and rightly so, most of them are based on lithium. And I don't want to spend that much right now. And I want to use what I have or what I want to have. And I acquired an 800 um, watt inverter, from a a family member several years ago, and it's an older inverter. It only has two 110 connections on it, but it appears to be fairly robust. It was one of those inverters that was made to be connected to, like, the battery on, um, like, a truck or a car. You go camping or something like that. But anyway, 800 watts is, um, like I said, fairly robust, and I think it would be a good starting point to base a solar uh, power pack around. Now it won't, you know, it won't um, power a a lot of bigger appliances, but for the most part what I'm thinking I want it for, it will power most everything that I want to power with it. Uh, And I'm going to base it on, uh, I'm going to connect it to an AGM battery. Now AGM technology has been around for a long time, and most m- most RVs, uh, travel trailers, still have, first come with, AGM batteries. Although, for the last several years, more and more have been moving to lithium. I think part of that is, is cost, obviously, to keep the cost down. They continue to use AGM batteries, but lithium is um, becoming more prevalent, and it's going to be, obviously, the wave of the future, but for now, uh, AGM is still uh, pretty much the cost king, uh, low cost king, and lithium is coming on the scene and getting and getting more uh, economical all the time. But I'm going to start out with AGM. So what I did was I went and bought a an AGM battery at Walmart. I think it was around $150, and it's 100 watt-hours. Uh, battery, which which if you know anything about AGM technology, uh, that means that it's basically operating only about 50 watt hours because it, you're not supposed to drain those things less than 50%. So I think that will meet my needs um, relatively well. Of course, one of the downsides of AGM is uh, the battery is that it is heavier than lithium. And because it's I think it's lead, acid or whatever, uh, I'm not I'm not completely um, versed on all the different technologies and everything, but I think it's lead acid. And so I had a, um, an idea to use this 800 watt inverter, get an AGM battery, which I did. And oh, by the way, I have an older car, which needs a battery anyway. So I thought, well, I could just use it in the car as well. So I've kind of killed two birds with one stone on that. And then I always, already had a uh, trickle charger that I used on my motorcycle. Uh, which keeps the battery charged up. So that's the way I'm going to keep the battery charged in between times that I'm out boondocking and using it like that. And I'm going to get the proper connectors at some point to make it um, more like, uh, you know, I don't have to hook and unhook all the time and things like that. But right now, all I'm basically doing is using two alligator clips on the positive and negative with the trickle charger to keep the battery charged up. Now when I go to use the 800 watt inverter, I take that off and I connect the two alligator clips to the battery via the 800 watt uh, connected to the 800 watt inverter. So here again, I told you this is just a down and dirty mobile power station um, solution and I probably have less than I mean, with other things that I bought, which I'll mention in a minute, probably less than $200 really in the whole setup completely. I bought a little, um, little tub, you know, the larger tubs that you buy to put stuff in like Christmas, uh, ornaments and things like that. I bought a small one and I don't know the dimensions of it, but it's small enough. It's large enough to hold the AGM battery without being just side to side. And it's got a a a top that's got two uh, connectors that kind of keeps it all sealed up but I put the battery in that of course I have the inverter in that I have also um, just to keep the inverter up off the battery I found um, a plastic like a fireproof um, cutting board an extra one that I had and put place it on top of that so it kind of keeps it all separated and keeps it away from the wires and things. I keep it unhooked when I'm not charging it or I'm not using it. It's not like it's a fire hazard or anything. But then I also have, I may have mentioned this on a previous podcast, I also have a 100-watt Renogy solar panel. So I wanted a way to hook up the solar panel to charge it like when I'm boondocking when I don't have access to plugging it in the wall to charge it back up after a day's use or to keep it charged during the day or whatever. I found this little, um, I I guess you could call it like a little integrated charge controller. Um, It just has lights. It has no readout or anything at Harbor Freight. I think it was $15. I bought that and that's the way I'm gonna hook it in to it has the proper connectors. I'm going to hook it into the Renegy 100-watt solar panel that I have. So that's kind of the setup. The uh, the little integrated controller that I bought, it, it, it hooks to the solar panel, and then it hooks to the battery, so it will charge on the fly. It will keep it from overcharging. And I think it also has like a – I don't have it in front of me. Uh, I think it also has like a couple of wires, which I I'll need to – obviously um, put some tape on those or or something to keep them from uh, arcing but it has a couple wires you can hook up like a light or you know something else to kind of run it ongoing but i'm not going to use that part of it so anyway just a real simple setup i'm anxious to get out and use it and see how it operates but so far i've done some testing with it and it seems to perform really well it's the the 800 watt inverter has a a fan that does kick on if you're using it uh for any length of time and it gets warm and i typically might just keep the box uh, the lid off the box um you know so to help the airflow i'm not really going to poke any holes in it or anything because the inverter actually sits kind of toward the top so i don't think airflow is really going to be that much of an issue it's not that tight inside there I've tested on quite a few things. I've tested on um, charging and running a laptop, and at the same time, charging a phone like an iPhone and an iPad. I plugged it into several other appliances. One of the biggest tests that I made uh, was on an 800 to 1200 watt little portable heater and it will actually run it will run the little heater on low i said 800 to 1200 watt i think it's actually up to 800 watts it's hard to tell on these things these chinese uh, things that they they manufacturers send over here but anyway as it was running i noticed it was pulling like 500 watts so it will run that little heater and had you know several hundred watts to spare on low, on high, it would kick out. So there must be, I think it does go up to like 1200 watts on high or something like that, but you know, hey, something to kind of give me uh, an idea of what it'll do and might be something that'll come into play at some point in, with heat. I'm trying to think of anything else related to the the tests that I've done with it. One thing that I did do, since the AGM battery is very heavy, I went ahead and found me uh found an egg basket and I attached it to one of those fold up um little oh little hand dollies or whatever you call it you see them at Walmart I think that's where I bought it with um with some little straps it works well to put the the whole thing the whole tub down into the uh egg cart it's not a normal egg cart it's it's wider than it is Um, it's it's longer than it is wide, so the the little tub fits perfectly in there. So that helps a lot in wheeling it around, because those things can get very heavy. And I'll be giving an update on, you know, in the future how it works out. This would be a perfect solution for a tent camper. I'm not planning on doing a lot of tent camping, but to take on on a campsite, it would probably more than run anything you wanted to run. Of course it won't run like an air conditioner or anything like that but it'll run fans it'll run probably any sort of small appliance um, i need to test it out on a little portable um, keurig coffee maker that i have because it might uh, be interesting to see if it'll run that uh, it'll run a small uh, tv uh, probably that pulls anywhere from 50 to 80 watts uh, it's really kind of cool the way it works, and I'm, I'm tickled that I came up with it at such a low uh, expense because I'd love to have one of those you know, integrated kind, uh, but for now, just kind of something to mess with and something to keep my boondocking uh, future, boondocking energy deeds down. I think this is a great solution, and I'll have a report at some point in the future about that. So... Thanks for joining me again today, and uh, here's the quote of the day. Actually, I have two quotes for today. The first is from Paul Thoreau. It says, tourists don't know where they've been, travelers don't know where they're going. And this is from Danny Kay: To travel is to take a journey into yourself. Oh, and I meant to mention that I will post some photos of my Power Station project on my WordPress website that is a blog, I guess, that's a companion to the Rolling Home podcast. Um, It'll be completed, but I'll also try to include some photos of the different components. Thanks again for joining me for Rolling Home.